Happy National I Want You To Be Happy Day. Oof, oof. What better way to tell people out there than on an NBA DFS video that I want them to be happy? Whether that's winning some Dollarooskis today. Whether that's just enjoying some nicer weather unless you're somewhere like in Alaska or even if there's people fucking in Antarctica these days watching this shit. Hats off to you. The dedication out there is real. Just staying alive. Just staying alive is a struggle, let alone trying to play some motherfucking DFS. I want you all to be happy today. And if you're tuning in right now, this is what we're going to do. Somebody, somebody, get your phone. Get your phone if you're tuning in on YouTube or the podcast. Get your phone out. Text somebody. Text somebody, whether it's your mother, whether it's your brother, your aunt, your uncle, your brother, your sister, your significant other, your fucking dog, for Christ's sakes, and just say, hey, I want you to be happy today. Celebrate your national holiday. Pass that shit forward. Oof, what a way to start the video and podcast today. Let's get it. Let's get it. Ten motherfucking games on this slate. This is what we're going to do, fellas, ladies, gentlemen. How are you all doing? We're going to like this video. We're going to hit that subscribe button. We're going to hit the notification bell because twice, not once, but thrice, I'll be live today at 1 p.m. East Coast time talking yalf. I'm going to be talking y'all for tomorrow's event. And then at 4.30 p.m. East Coast time, talking some NBA, this shit right here that we're doing right now, breaking down later in the day because there's a shit ton of injury news and guys just resting because the all-star break starts on Friday, Thursday, tomorrow, the last games. So you're going to see a ton, a ton of injury news, a ton of shit going wild on this 10-game sleep, and it's already wild. The stuff that I have on the screen, I have 10 pieces of injury news. It gets even deeper than that because some teams are just like all ruling out today, and that's not even scraping the surface. There's like 15 or 20 pieces of injury news on some lesser uh, important players, but still impact like a Jeremy Lamb's not going to be featured on this page, but he's going to be uh, right now questionable slash out today and a decent amount of players like that. So we got to get right into this video for y'all. The top 12, the best plays that you're going to find on the entire internet to start your morning off right now. And then you're going to get all the rest later on smacking you across the face on that live stream. All I ask from you is to like, subscribe, hit that notification bell. And also, and also be sure to follow me on Instagram and Twitter, especially Instagram where all of my one minute comedy slash sports sketches are living right now. Well, another one is going to be dropping today about Mr. LeBron James. So to start this puppy off, what you're getting right now is Luca questionable. Well, there's a heavy hitter, right? LeBron out. Okay, well, AD and LeBron are out. Who the fuck is going to control that team out there? We'll let you know in this video as we keep going. Gordon Hayward is going to be doubtful. Devontae Graham is also going to be right now likely out for this game. And Cody Zeller, also doubtful. So all of Charlotte, again, is going to be basically out and doubtful. Tobias Harris, questionable. Evan Fournier, questionable. And James Ennis is already ruled out in Orlando. For the Raptors, I just put the Raptors are out today because you have no Fred Van Vliet. You have no OG. You have no Siakam. So what's that going to do? It's the Kyle Lowry show. It's the Chris Boucher show. It is the Norman Powell show. Jeremy Grant is questionable for Detroit. Kyle Kuzma, he missed yesterday. I'm putting him as questionable today. I assume he's also going to be out, which means guys like Markeith Morris. Finally, the Talon Horton Tucker truthers from the preseason can, can thrive today and throw their hands up in the air like they just don't care. As of this recording, I'm going to rule him in. But as I do go through the projections as the day goes on, we'll be changing some stuff. Also, speaking of the projections, the optimizer, ooh, baby, we added randomness. We have uniques on the optimizer now. This optimizer is going to, just in a few days, it's already out of the beta, and it continues to add a ton of features. So check out the big energy optimizer. It's on Patreon. You can get it as a feature. Not only do you get the tools, but you also get the optimizer depending on the tier you're in. Yesterday, we had some people in the Discord have some very nice success with that optimizer. Man, the more control that we get over that bad boy with randomness, range of outcomes, uniques, how many guys you can have in a lineup before it starts to give you a different type of a lineup build. Lots of stuff to be checking out in there. So check it out. We have a video explaining how it works. All of that on Patreon. You can check it out down below. I'm so pumped to be bringing this tool because now we're packaging together the optimizer plus the tools for an industry low price right now. I mean, I'm seeing like $150, $200 for most of the sites out there charging for that combination of, of quality service. And I can't even do the math on what the fraction is. So you can check it out down below on my Patreon. So yes, more guys. You have right now Eric Gordon questionable today. Already David Nawaba has been ruled out there. And then the Sacramento Kings. I just have them right now as questionable slash out. Hassan Whiteside out. Halliburton is going to be out until after the all-star break. 
break as well. And then you have currently Buddy Heald questionable. So massive minutes. You're getting 40-plus right now. Massive minutes for guys like Harrison Barnes. Guys coming off the bench and playing more minutes as well and more run and even more upside right now for guys like De'Aaron Fox. So there's some other pieces of news as well that aren't as impactful and you can discuss and talk about as the day goes on. But let's go with our number 12 overall pick today. And this is somebody that we were on last time out, right? We liked Eric Bledsoe last time out. We like him yet again today. Why did we like Eric Bledsoe? There's a couple reasons why he made that list as like our number 12 or 11 player two games ago. And it was because the minutes, one, and two, he's shooting guard eligible. Well, he's still shooting guard eligible. The minutes are still there. Yes, the price point is now up, but it's the exact same as last time we liked him at 5,300. And he played the most minutes that he's played, 37. And he even shot poorly, 38% in that game. And he still gets you about 30 fantasy points. So really, it's as simple as this. The massive minutes early on today are very appealing. There's a lot of value on this slate because guys like fucking LeBron James are out today. So that's going to open up value. If Luka gets ruled out, it's just floodgates of value. We already have all these Raptors ruled out. So a lot of value today. So it actually means something that Eric Bledsoe early on, a 1.65x multiplier in Superdraft is going to be standing out today at 5,300. These are his minutes, 33, 35, 34, and 37 over the last four games. And he's been putting together nice fantasy performances, even on not great shooting, 38%, 46%, and 38% over the last three games. And he's averaged over 30 fantasy points per in each of those. Our number 11 play is going to be Mr. Marvin Bagley Jr. We mentioned that there's no Hassan Whiteside right now. Bagley, basically with Hassan Whiteside off the court, is playing a lot of backup center at this point, right? They have made to a rookie out there, but they're giving backup center minutes to Bagley. So when Rashawn Holmes is out there for his 28 to 30 minutes, Bagley's picking up a lot more backup center minutes than normal because... Normally, Hassan Whiteside gets all of them. So when you're getting backup center minutes, you're going to average a higher fantasy point per minute production. That's why the price point is coming up. But I think it's still okay. At $6,600, a 1.65x multiplier. He is our number 11 play today because I have the minutes higher. I'm projecting Bagley down for 32 minutes. I'm projecting Bagley also for a 1.06 fantasy point per minute production when we factor in some center minutes there. So with all that taking into account, I now have Bagley starting to project out in the mid-30s in fantasy points. So he clearly has a decent ceiling. Then you look at who he's facing today. He's going to be going up against the Lakers, who yesterday Marcus All was ruled out. So that's another injury for the Lakers is Marcus all going to be active today because if that if he's not going to be active today then but it's Montrose Harrell City because he just has to play more minutes no AD no LeBron no potentially Kyle Kuzma no Marcus all potentially so now it's Marvin Bagley versus I mean I don't want to keep just down downplaying or talking down on uh, Harrell's skill set and, and blaming it all on how he looked last year in the playoffs there's a lot of things going into that but he's not a good defender it's as simple as that he's not a good defender that's why Marcus all even in his old age a skeleton of himself when he is healthy is still playing 20 minutes a game because they need him out there for that type of defense so Marvin Bagley going up against the corpse, the Talon Horton Tuckers, the Markeith Morrises, the Heralds today. It's going to be a very good matchup for him, let alone the minutes increasing and the usage increasing with no Hassan Whiteside. Now we get to our top 10, top 10, and he is number 10. And before we get into talking about Justin Patton, the center for Houston, whose price point is coming up, but nothing crazy at $4,000. 2X multiplier on Superdraft looks okay. Nothing great because that center position, a lot of opportunity costs if you were to go there. I want to let you know about the sponsor of the show, Superdraft. Look, 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 look. Superdraft is a sponsor of the show. Free money bonus up to $500 whiskeys. It is a multiplier format. So for example, Marvin Bagley has a 1.65x multiplier today. If he scores 30 points, you multiply that by 1.65x or aka 65% bonus points. Superdraft's value prop right now, and the reason why I'm pitching it so hard and why you fellas should be going over there and you ladies is because the contests don't fill, so your money goes a longer way. You're getting more out of your money, more ROI every single time you enter a Superdraft contest right now than any other site, any other site. Name any other site out there, DraftKings, FanDuel, whatever it might be, Yahoo, right? All these other DFS sites. Because these Superdraft contests are filling right now, let's just say 80%. So they fill at 80% 
percent of these contests and the second you put a lineup in because they're not filling 100 you already beat 20 percent of the field you did nothing you did nothing but put a lineup in and you're already ahead of 20 percent of the field your odds of winning increased by 20 percent on DraftKings, that's not the case because the contest fill maybe you'll find a contest that fills at 99.5 percent. so you're getting a 0.05 percent edge or a 0.5 percent edge right whenever i tell you that you will have a 20 percent chance better of winning at doing something if i told you today there was a player today that was guaranteed to score 60 points at low ownership and it's going to make your chances go up by 20 percent wouldn't you play him wouldn't you play that guy wouldn't if i knew it was a guarantee at this point i already read the future i went into time wouldn't you play that guy well if you were to say no to that guy that's pretty i would say dumb right pretty dumb pretty idiotic but people are, are basically doing that by not putting their money over on super draft first where it's literally 20 percent of the field is not there you have that same edge of just beating 20 percent of the people right away can't say it any better than that so if you want to try it out use the code sal sal you'll get that free money bonus up to 500 ruskies again the code sal sal lets them know that you came from me next up is justin Patton. it'll be interesting to see what happens today in brooklyn i mean you've been seeing jeff green miss he's another guy who's questionable today you saw deandre jordan just be forced into playing 30 plus minutes now justin Patton against brooklyn at four thousand dollars we saw it we saw it two days in a row now he's he's been starting he played 26 minutes in a game where he fouls out hmm he could have played a little bit more in that game if you watch it he could have potentially closed and play 28 to 30 minutes in a game that stayed relatively close against cleveland and former brooklyn down on the opposite side in that game jared Allen. he plays 32 minutes and he shoots terribly he's a center who shoots two of seven 28 and he still scores 25 and a half points why was that well he picked up some steals he picked up some blocks i'm not expecting three steals from a big man but i'm also not expecting a man who's shooting close to the basket to shoot 28 i'm actually expecting him to shoot closer to 55 to 60 percent justin Patton, if he indeed starts again with a beneficial matchup against a guy like deandre jordan is very appealing right now and i'll also touch on this so i don't forget later on the opposite side of this game for brooklyn is a man named nicholas claxon who was out for a while nicholas claxon in that last game played backup center and he played 17 minutes and he looks great he's kind of the center that they have been waiting to get back maybe their center of the future if you will and with us getting close to the all-star break if deandre jordan wants to get ruled out today nicholas claxon starts today and he plays mid to upper 20s in in minutes he is a strong fantasy point from a producer so just keep a close eye on that like if you see oh deandre jordan's out the veteran is resting an extra day of rest now he gets a whole week off on the all-star break it goes until next wednesday that's pretty cool to see well no no first thing nicholas claxon city tonight now he's starting to be look like a really good play so something to just monitor as claxon started to get a lot more fantasy points well a lot more minutes which resulted in fantasy points in that last game but Patton right now at four thousand dollars still strongly in play assuming he starts again today against brooklyn number nine play is harrison barnes and you if you know me harrison barnes is normally the type of guy that i stay away from but this year has been completely different for a guy who is small forward eligible harrison barnes has been a strong he has been a strong fantasy point per minute producer and it's only going to get better with no halliburton the rookie who picks up a ton of assists a lot of usage and has just been playing more and more minutes as of late so that's one guy buddy healed potentially going to be missing which is just a a loss in minutes again in this rotation of 34 35 it's also a loss in a lot of three-point shot attempts and now you see a guy in harrison barnes who actually starts to pick up some other peripherals a 15 percent assist percentage an 18 percent rebounding rate with no halliburton out there so he's not elite in one category he just picks up a lot of these different areas and the main reason why the main reason why he looks like an okay play is because of just the overall minutes i mean if you get a guy averaging 0.9 fantasy points a minute and you can rely on him probably getting today like 38 minutes now you're starting to project out for somewhere right around 35 fantasy points which is your median projection if he starts to play 40 minutes like he has lately having above average game now you're starting to easily get those 38 to 40 fantasy point days like you've been seeing lately with the increase in rebound rates with Hassan Whiteside actually out there not playing his 17 18 minutes and half of those alongside Barnes with no Halliburton and potentially now nobody healed number eight and now we're starting to get into some of these teams where you have some bodies out it's going to be Norman Powell who does seem expensive at 6700 but boy you want to talk about no Siakam you want to talk about no Fred Van Vliet uh no OG and Anobi there's just a ton of minutes I mean right there alone that's looking at over 100 minutes in the starting rotation being gone with 36 minutes or so out of both Norman Powell and also Siakam with like 28 to 30 plus minutes out of OG and Anobi now gone with those three players off the court it's going to be too small of a sample you're looking at like 90 minutes you're looking at like 30 minutes so if we were to just take Siakam and Fred Van Vliet off the court we get somewhat of a nice sample here you get Norman Powell to start to average like 0.85 fantasy points per minute but I think that's a little bit I think that's a little bit misrepresented 
underrepresented because of the small 100-minute sample. But the big thing is that he's probably going to play like 37 to 38 minutes today. So it's 6,700 against Detroit. It's appealing to me. I'm, I'm projecting somewhere around a fantasy point per minute for 36 plus minutes. That means he starts to project out for the mid-30s for me. And at just $6,700, that starts to become a value with upside because there's just no minutes in the starting rotation. Norman Powell playing 40 minutes today is by no means shocking. Our number seven overall play is going to be Mr. Dennis Schroeder. And look, we had to get into this at some point. If there's no LeBron James and no Anthony Davis, the guys who literally take up every single piece of usage, there's potentially no Kyle Kuzma, potentially no Marcus All. Like we can be down a ton of minutes in this rotation right now. If we just take LeBron and Anthony Davis off the court, we're going to get a lot of garbage time run, if I'm being honest with you. We're also going to get a lot of run in which games where we've had lately where LeBron comes off the court for like his 10 minutes a game. And what you're seeing in that time is Shooter averaging 1.05 fantasy points per minute, a 25% usage rate right now. The assist percentage spikes up to 27.2%, and I'm projecting him for 32 minutes today. He's below $6,000. He's a strong super draft play and the presenting sponsor. Check it out again down below where you where you should be putting your money first. A 1.65x multiplier, our number seven play, Dennis Shooter. The minutes are solid. Now that usage is coming up paired with paired with the assist percentage becoming even more solid with no LeBron out there. That's where his 1.05 fantasy point per minute in about 120 minutes with these both guys off the court. I think if anything, that might be a little bit lower. So it's going to be interesting to see how high he can get today. Number six for us today, Talon Horton Tucker. Same team right now, 3,400, way too cheap. He's going to be one of those highly owned players today at $3,400, a 1.9x multiplier in Superdraft. This is way too cheap. No LeBron, no AD, potentially no Kyle Kuzma. I mean, Horton Tucker, even if Kuzma plays, he's probably seeing 24 minutes today. He averages 1.14 fantasy points per minute in 182 minutes without Anthony Davis and LeBron on the court. If we were to take off Kyle Kuzma, you can start seeing Horton Tucker just be forced into playing 26 plus minutes today because, I mean, all they have left to power forward that they feel reasonable to give time to would be Markeith Morris and a younger prospect that it seems like they want to see more out of in Horton Tucker. Horton Tucker has the ability today, if there's no Kyle Kuzma out there, we already know there's no LeBron, to play 30 minutes. And this is a guy who can average a fantasy point per minute and get you easily 10x today. Like there's a real chance that this guy can get you 34 fantasy points at just $3,400. I mean, worst case scenario is he's, he's playing 24 minutes and he's scoring like 20 to 22 to 24 fantasy points for you. Also not bad. I'm expecting 20 plus four minutes. I'm projecting him for a fantasy plus point per minute. Again, he averages 1.14 fantasy points per minute, a 26 and a half percent usage rate and a 25% assist percentage with no AD and LeBron. I get it. A lot of that is garbage time, but also parts of that is just real time where LeBron's off the court and AD has been off the court for a couple weeks now. So you're seeing some decent run. Our number five overall play, top five, top five, top five right now. Again, follow me over on Instagram, Sal underscore Vetri. If you want to check me out over there, a lot of my comedy slash sports sketches, the one minutes, another one is going to be going up later today around 4 p.m. East Coast time. Same thing will be happening on Twitter at Sal Vetri DFS, where you can follow me, reach out to me if you have any other issues or any questions over there. Number five overall play, we're starting just to get into the overall points upside. So Portland Trailblazers, Damian Lillard. We have a lot of value, as you can see in the slate. And even more is going to open up as the day goes on if Evan Fournier was to miss, if Jeremy Graham was to miss, right? Kyle Kuzma misses, it becomes more secure value with the Lakers. LeBron, Tobias Harris, if, if these guys start to miss, even more value opens up. So you have to just start to be able to pay up. You have to just be going to try and get your easy 50 to 60 fantasy points or as easy as you possibly can when that starts to happen. So when all these guys up top, like an AD and LeBron are out today, like you have a questionable today, potentially questionable and potentially out Luka Doncic, there's not that many pay up options. Yes, you have Joel Embiid, but, but Damian Lillard at $10,600 is somebody that I'll go for. With CJ McCollum and Nurkic off the court, you're getting 789 minutes, a massive sample of 1.45 fantasy points per minute, a 35% usage rate, a 40.4% assist percentage. Lillard at $10,600 is going to project out for close to 55 fantasy points for me. And yes, Embiid looks very good. Embiid is close to being in my top 12 today. I'm going to choose Lillard by paying up a little bit more. I like the overall minute security there of Lillard, a guy who so far this year is averaging 36 minutes per game. I have him at 37 minutes per game right now against the Warriors in a spot where his team total is 117.25, as good as it's going to be getting today. The name of the game is points upside. When we can lock in secure value like a Horton Tucker who could potentially 10x or some other guys down there who can go off for a good amount. You have guys from Toronto 
Toronto who are potential values today, depending on the starting rotation. When we can lock that in, then we just start screaming. We have all the money in the world. We got them deep pockets where we're basically just hitting the lottery, right? It's like going to an Oprah show. You get a car, you get a car, you get a, you get a, a stud, you get a stud, you get a Damian Lillard, you get an Embiid, whoever you fucking want today. And that's why we're getting to $10,600 Lillard because the guy's projecting out for 55 points. We just want points upside. He's our number five play with a lovely total and a lovely matchup. Our number four play today is going to be Montrez Harrell. So if you go back to the Lakers, look, if you take those guys off the court, it's a small sample of like 150 minutes, but Harrell averages 1.365 fantasy points or 1.36 fantasy points per minute with no LeBron and AD. That's what I have in the notes. I'm not projecting Harrell to average 1.35 fantasy points per minute. That would basically be me like saying that Montrez Harrell is Sabonis. Like Sabonis averages like 1.38 fantasy points per minute this season. I'm clearly not doing that. Do I think he can do that today if he plays 26, 28, 30 minutes? Yeah, I think in a small sample, if this was like going to be the case for the rest of the season, AD and LeBron weren't on these teams. If Harrell stayed out of foul trouble, yeah, I think he could average 1.35 fantasy points per minute because he'd be their entire offensive team outside of like Dennis Schroeder. But I do think that Harrell is going to average over easily one fantasy point per minute. He averages 1.05 on the year when there's AD and when there's LeBron out there. So I think Harrell's probably going to average 1.15 to 1.2 fantasy points per minute. I mean, not even taking into account the other factors like pace and game total and a lot of other stuff that's going to be factored into a projection. If you just want to put Harrell out there for 1.2 fantasy points per minute, even if you just give him 26 minutes today, he's going to average about 31 to 32 fantasy points. If you start to give him more minutes, 28 minutes, now he's starting to score 34 fantasy points. He's a strong play, a 1.6x multiplier in Superdraft, a nice spot against Sacramento where there is no Hassan Whiteside, an undersized, if you will, Marvin Bagley going to get more center minutes. So you might be saying, what was the outcome yesterday when Montrezl Harrell ended up going out there with no Marcus Gasol, no Kyle Kuzma, and you ended up seeing him play 18 minutes and score 12 fantasy points. He ended up playing about 12 minutes in the first half, so you say 24 minutes in the entire game. There was this stretch where they went on like a 14-2 to run in the second quarter, so it took him like a minute or two more to get on the court in that second quarter. So Harrell was probably going to play about 13-14 minutes in the first half, and then he starts the second half as well. He plays about six and a half minutes, but he picks up another personal foul, and then he just doesn't check back in. He doesn't close that game out. They ended up closing with Markeith Morris, Caldwell, LeBron, Wesley Matthews ended up closing, and Dennis Shooter. So they closed the game small. The reason why they closed the game small in that one was because they were facing Phoenix, and Phoenix didn't close with DeAndre Ayton. They also closed small. They closed with Dario Sarge. They closed with uh, Nader. I believe in that game, Devin Booker got thrown out. They closed with McCall Bridges, Jay Crowder. So you might be looking into it and saying, ah, Harold, he, we can't really trust him. Maybe, maybe. But also, he was on pace to play at least 25 minutes in that game, and then Phoenix decided to pull their center, so there's no reason to go with a center if you are the Lakers, especially one who can't play defense down the stretch. So definitely some, I would say, risk to it, but if you're looking at yesterday's run and just saying, what are you talking about? He only played 18 minutes. There's some reason to that. There was some specific strategy for who they were playing in Sacramento today. As long as Sacramento closes with one of their bigs, Holmes and Bagley, which I assume that they would, you're probably going to be seeing Harrell stay on the court. Now we get to our top three, top three. A reminder, we will be live at 1 p.m., so hit that notification bell for some gyalf, so ask your questions. Come in, talk with me and Dylan Burr. We will also be live at 4.30 p.m. East Coast time, talking about this here, NBA Slate, where we're just going to have massive, massive news. You get Chris Boucher. Chris Boucher at $6,400. It's Chris Boucher time. He averages 1.3 fantasy points per minute with no Siakam and no Fred Van Vliet on the court this season. And now we're getting more locked in minutes since Siakam is not going to be out there. Basically, as simple as that, like Chris Boucher has been starting games as of late as well, which is even better to see. Now you take a guy in Siakam down low who's taking some rebounding rate away from Chris Boucher, who takes down potential some minutes upside away from Chris Boucher. Boucher in his last couple of games, 28 minutes, 23 minutes, 25 minutes, 22, 22, 22, 30. So you're basically getting this nice floor. Let's just call it 23, 24 minutes. But now with no Siakam, I can start to project Chris Boucher for 25 minutes at 1.3 fantasy points a minute at just 6,400 with the upside of playing 30 minutes for us today. Even if he only plays 30, 25 minutes today, I feel pretty good about him scoring into the mid 30s in fantasy points, especially in a matchup against Detroit where there's just nobody out there that can potentially stop him, right? Potentially no Jeremy Grant as well. So I like that. Our number two overall play is going to be Mr. James Harden. Look, it's points upside, but it's also just the fact that James Harden coming off of an 80 game point game, a bunch of 60 and 70 point games out there. It's just hard not to like James Harden. Yes, Kyrie's uh, projections are coming up. So is his salary at $9,400. But James Harden, we, we had a nice sample like a week or two ago, and it's like he's averaging 
averaging 1.45 fantasy points a minute without any uh, Kevin Durant on the court. Now it's already up to like 1.55. I'm still going to project him for around 1.55 to 1.6 fantasy points a minute. It is also the revenge narrative against motherfucking Houston. And we said this yesterday in the live stream. If you're watching content out there that just dismisses any type of um, emotion-driven narratives, look, we don't want to overweight them. We don't want to say he's playing Houston. That's 50% of the equation. He's playing Houston. That's 15% of the equation. No, that's overweighting it, right? But if you don't think even 1% of the equation comes down to uh, certain guys like Russell Westbrook yesterday playing on a day where his best friend died. He puts his friend's initials on his shoes every single game. Somebody said in the chat, if you don't think there's human emotions that make them try harder, even if it's just for one minute in that game, that affects their projections compared to any other game. I can't, I can't compensate that. I don't know how to project for that. Right. But I'm at least aware that it's a possibility. now am I aware or do I overweight it and make it the reason why I play them? No, but is it worth mentioning? And, and just saying that you can't say that the revenge narrative, especially in as bitter and toxic situations as a guy like James Harden goes against Houston today, wanting to get out of there. I mean, strangle holding the team. Maybe he doesn't have as much emotion driven because he got out of there. He got to Brooklyn. He got what he wanted. But still, there's something to be said. It might not be today. It might literally only make up 1% of the equation. But if you were just completely dismissing that human emotions do not factor into their play, I don't know what to tell you. I really don't. If human emotions did not factor into play and, and potential and things like that, the stock market wouldn't exist. Nobody would be in relationships, right? Nobody would even go out there and even put effort in in the first place. There is definitely something that happens there, and there's definitely something worth pointing out. That is not the reason why I'm playing James Harden today, but it's at least something to point out if you listen to anybody who just says, no such thing as the revenge narrative, no such thing as this. No, human emotions fucking exist. It's a real goddamn thing, right? We all know that. At $11,000, he's way too cheap. I'm going to project him for like 37, 38. He's averaging 37.7 minutes. I'm going to project him for 38 to 39 minutes. I'm going to project him for like a 1.6 X multiplier. He's going to be my highest projected player. He's going to project out for over 60 points today. I like him. He's a priority with so much value on the slate. If I could just lock in 55 to 60 points with James Harden. Yeah, I'm going to do that. And now our number one play on the day today, as we close up the shop on Wednesday, this massive 10 game slate with so much injury news to come out, like subscribe, do those things. Mr. Kyle Lowry at $8,100. How wouldn't he be? How wouldn't he be? A guy who averages with Siakam and Fred Van Vliet off the court, 1.2 fantasy points per minute. A guy who today is going to play 34 minutes. I mean, I could project him at 35, 36, assuming he does indeed play. OG Ananobi is also out, so now minute security becomes even more important. If Lowry plays 36 minutes at a 1.2x multiplier today, he's going to start to score 45 to 50 points like nothing. And he's priced at $8,100 against Detroit. He already averages 1.1 fantasy points per minute this season. In a small sample, it's 1.2. The upside here for Lowry is massive. To be exact, he averages 1.23 fantasy points per minute. He averages a 44 point five percent assist percentage 27 percent usage rate he shoots 58 percent true shooting percentage during that time and that's even shooting uh, somewhat somewhat ineffectively from three-point range during that time Kyle Lowry an absolute stud with these guys off the court as you can see a lot of value in Toronto a lot of value with the Lakers today because some heavy hitters are out a decent amount of value in Sacramento with some bodies out more guys are already going to be getting ruled out today some that are ruled questionable right now some that are out of the blue and this slate is going to become an absolute floodgate this is where the current Dollaruski dozen stands we'll update all throughout the day be sure to hop onto page Patreon, you will have immediate access to our Discord of around 300 people in there right now talking all night long. I was just looking at when the latest Discord message was going on the East Coast wise. The latest Discord message in the NBA uh, group was, let's see, the, it was this morning at 6 a.m. already. But if you're looking last night, it was at 2.30 in the morning. People were up talking in there. Obviously, you don't have to talk that much. You don't have to turn notifications on, but it's active. It is live. It is people helping you out. We have the Fantasy Labs bot in there. Every single piece of news that's going to happen today automatically gets put into the Discord the second it drops on Twitter. So that's just an added perk that's just kind of like there. It's just there. You get another a nice little value there. Obviously, you get the projections, rankings, the optimizer, which now we have randomness, uniques. I cannot wait. This thing is getting so, so special. So be sure to check it all out down below. It is going to be the lowest rate for by far the best tools you can get in the industry at that price. Check it out down below. You can find it on Patreon, patreon.com backslash Sal underscore Betsy underscore. You all rock. I appreciate you. Hit me up on my social medias. We'll be live twice more today. So you're going to see this beautiful face, this beautiful face today. 
beautiful face and I hope you have a fucking lovely day or whatever the national calendar day is today. I wish it to you. National calendar day is I want you to be happy today and that is how we'll end this one. That's how we'll start it. Full circle here on this channel. Shout out to Salvatry Media. Full circle. I want you to be happy today.